0: Welcome, welcome. I'll let uh, you all come in for a few moments here as we get started. Satnam, thank you for being here. What a beautiful time it is. It's actually 11 11. Satnam, and welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Come on in. Happy Moon Day. I love Moon Day. Moon Day is such a powerful, powerful day. Satnam, welcome, welcome. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about overcoming triggers, especially after relationship betrayal. We're gonna look at how specifically our bodies actually keep score of trauma. Welcome and thank you so much for being here. I am Jyotira Jipkwar and I help women entrepreneurs just like you, rebuild their self-worth after any type of relationship betrayal. So they can decide whether to salvage or end their relationship. And this beautiful goddesses is our movement of women taking their sovereignty back by self-healing with Kundalini yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy. Sadnam, Nam, Nam and welcome. Thank you all so much for being here. What a beautiful moon day it is today. We are actually also entering into Virgo season. We had a very, really, really powerful full moon in Aquarius last night. Very rare, once in a blue moon in Aquarius, where never or hardly ever does it happen where we have two full moons that are back to back under the same sign. And Aquarius is uh, the sign of the future, of innovation, of, of uh, moving forward with leaving the old cycle behind And so many of us are being called to step into this new phase of our lives. And it's really difficult to move into new phases of your life when you, in fact, are going through any type of trauma. It's so important that we actually deal with the wounds that we're carrying so that we don't pretty much replay them again during a time of our current relationships or if we ever move into a brand new relationship. So today I wanted to talk to you all about triggers and i want to talk to you about triggers specifically because i truly believe that it's just as as painful to actually be going through the actual journey of uh finding out what may be something that perhaps is considered a betrayal to you which let's talk a little bit first more about what betrayal is because i think a lot of people will get that confused specifically with only like, let's say, uh, infidelity or cheating, which yeah, 100%, you know, betrayal can definitely be correlated to to that, definitely. But it doesn't always mean physically, right? Um, There could be emotional cheating. There could also be other types of betrayals. You know, we all have the right to set the boundaries that we wish to have in relationships. And when these boundaries are broken, you know, that's when betrayal actually happens. So there are definitely trust issues created and betrayal type situations created as it relates to infidelity, emotional and physical. But like I said, like when someone definitely breaks your trust, it can be considered traumatic. It can be considered something that breaks your heart literally. Because when you are betrayed, especially by somebody that you're supposed to trust, you know, it actually hurts even more. And so betrayal comes in many shapes and sizes. And one thing that is very important for us to note is that there is no wrong or right, that whatever boundaries you decide to set in your relationships, they're right for you. And that as long as you communicate them openly with your partner, that if those boundaries are broken, that you have every right and every, uh, it's very validated for you to feel betrayed because one thing about relationships, especially nowadays, is that they're very diverse. They're very open. I don't judge anybody for the type of relationship that they're in. I believe that as long as two people or three or four, whatever you want to call it, have open communication and say, this is what I expect in my relationship. And that as long as that other person agrees with you, then that should be okay. Oh, betrayal has more to do with the fact that boundaries are broken and that in fact things are being done where you know you wouldn't be doing them in front of your significant other or in front of your partner whenever there's lies involved whenever there's any type of having to hide something that in fact can create betrayal and there's there's you can't tell someone that because they only went through an emotional betrayal and she went through a physical uh cheating betrayal that hers is worse and yours is better no, no, everybody has their own way of processing and there's no worse or, or better, there just is. And every human being has is validated to process and deal with these. The other thing that I'm, I'm, I wanna share with you all before we go into how we are triggered through these betrayals, because there's actually a syndrome. I don't know if you all knew, but there's an actual scientific term that's coined as post-betrayal uh, syndrome, which is very similar to post-traumatic stress disorder. But one of the things that we need to note is that it's very important for us to really get a grasp as to the fact that women also betray. I don't want to make this, and especially the the podcast po- episodes that we' we're, we're, we're uh, publishing here, that I don't want to make it seem like we're some kind of men-hater community or that men are horrible. You know the truth is is that women betray men all the time too. And because that happens, the women that I work with, not only are they sometimes healing from a betrayal that, A significant other did to them but they themselves may have betrayed their significant others because right now so many human beings are suffering from what is known as cold depression which cold depression is basically an energy problem you know we consume so much information in one day much more than our ancestors did in their entire lifetime that that our brains are crashing and we are becoming numb to life we're becoming numb to our bodies And so cold depression causes people to take really risky behaviors. And one of those things is infidelities and and cheating and, and not being truthful. And because of that, you know, men and women, it's not just men, men and women betray each other. And so this is not about hating on men. This is not about, you know, blaming men. This is more about learning how to heal learning how to take responsibility and learning how to not allow it to happen again. That's why we rebuild our self-worth, ladies, and we focus on ourselves. We don't focus on the relationship. And so with that being said, let's talk a little bit about triggers and let's talk a little bit about why they happen and how you can overcome them. As we know, you know, it's scary enough to find out that you have been betrayed, but then the journey is not even over there. It's almost like just the beginning, because what happens afterwards is a time period of, of healing, and what's interesting is that you can't really plan the end of your healing journey, or you can't say I'll be healed by this date. The healing journey is not linear, and what I've noticed is uh, patterns. You know, there are, there are many women that I have worked with that will say, you know, everything was going great, and then all of a sudden today, on this day, I started to just get all these thoughts about what happened. You know, it's been a year later. I started to start to not trust. And I'm not really being given any reason, but I just don't feel like I can trust again. And I get back into my old patterns of depression, of anger, because one of the things that, that happens through betrayal is this syndrome that I mentioned right at the beginning, where doctors have talked about Uh, post-betrayal syndrome, which in essence is is, uh, your body's completely out of whack. See, what happens is that when you create an intimate relationship with another human being, there's uh, specific hormones that are activated in in your system. And these hormones uh, create chemical uh, reactions in the body that foster you towards love, that fosters you towards health, towards, uh, compassion and towards trust. Right. And so when you are betrayed, what happens is it's like all of a sudden your body starts to create much more cortisol in the system. And cortisol is derived from the stress hormone. And it happens very much often. Also, if you were growing up in a very unbalanced childhood where there was always chaos and fighting, then since you were a young child, your body starts to become addicted to cortisol and it starts to create these dramatic experiences just so you can get the kick again. And what happens in betrayal is because you're, you were so intimate with this individual, because you activated the, 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 oxico- uh, the uh, positive happiness uh, hormones and you realize that you've been betrayed, it's almost like they're pulling the plug on those happy chemicals and instead you're, they're being replaced by cortisol. And cortisol is the, I mean, that's like the starting point of so many more other illnesses. That's why when someone is betrayed, they feel anxious. They can't focus. They, it affects them in their health, physically, mentally, spiritually. It affects you in your personal life. You know, you, you can't, uh, you, you don't go out and exercise or you don't meditate as much. It definitely affects you in your business, you know, your, your production, your, your execution, uh, all of it gets impacted. And all of that has to do with what's happening inside the body because the body keeps score. The body keeps score of the trauma. So what I started to notice in the patterns is that many of the women that would come to me and say, I don't know why today specifically I'm so triggered. I don't know why today specifically I'm having such a bad day. And then we would look and we would kind of go back to what happened. And in many of the cases, it was like a year to the date of when they found out that the betrayal happened or a year to the date of when the trauma set in. And so not only does the body remember, but the body remembers cyclically. The body remembers, for example, if maybe you found out about the betrayal during back to school right? And perhaps when you're going into the motions of back to school night, back to those uh, rituals, then the body starts to remember, hey, that, that, that's when that incident happened. And the same stress hormones start activating in the system, the cortisol. And so even if you're not being betrayed again, your body thinks you're being betrayed again. And so you are triggered to the point where you again are not trusting, where you again are blaming and you go back into fighting. And this is why traditional therapy for relationships doesn't work. There's such a low percentage rate. I I heard somewhere as low as 5% success rate. And I recently read an article in the New York Times that said, you know, within three to six months, 25% of the people that went to relationship counseling got divorced anyways, and within three years, it's like 60% of all relationships that went through uh, therapy counseling, they they got divorced. And why is that? Well, it's pretty obvious, ladies. The reason is, is because you haven't dealt with the root cause of the issue. If you go to traditional therapy, they're gonna tell you to talk about it. They're gonna tell you, let's just review it and let's look at some some things as to to help you, but we're not actually dealing with the problem, which is the body. The body that remembers the trauma of the betrayal. In addition, the brain. Oh my God, let me tell you what happens to the brain during betrayal. The brain, we have this beautiful uh, little almond-shaped gland in the middle of the brain that that basically, in in essence, acts as the uh, fight or flight response. So it assesses your environment and it then tells you if you're under a dangerous situation. Well, what happens is that when you're under, um, when you've gone through trauma, when you've gone through betrayal, the amygdala starts to become activated to the point where if you do not actually heal it, and you can't heal it with a pill, and you can't heal it by talking about it, then it constantly believes that you're under the same situation. It That's why we really can't trust. It's physical as well. It's the chemical imbalances that are happening in the brain because of what happened to the trauma. So not only does your body store the memory of the betrayal, which is the triggers that keep coming back and back, but also your brain, your brain stops functioning. And it constantly believes that you're under the same situation. This is why when you are growing up, your parents basically showed you what to expect and believe in, relationships and between zero to seven years old you literally are you're like a sound box that's just recording everything and like a sound box basically being programmed you're being programmed with the relationship dynamics that your parents had And since if you were living under stress, since you were a child, just the way they were in their relationship, you're addicted to a cortisol, your body is addicted to cortisol. And then the brain is constantly thinking it's under attack. And so it's inevitable that you're going to attract relationships that are toxic, just the way perhaps your parents dynamics relationships were. So we have to get to the root cause. We have to release the memories from the body. We have to release the memories from the subconscious mind. We have to rewire and reprogram the subconscious mind so that we're able to trust again, so that we're able to not be triggered. Because what happens with triggers is that, in essence, is that you're having a chemical imbalance of the brain. And this is even more deep if you are a spiritual person and you understand that there are three different types of relationships. You know, we have the soulmate relationship, which soulmates can be friends, family. You can have a lot of soulmates in this lifetime. And soulmates always are here to help you on your journey of, of, of awakening of, of dharmic purpose, right? They're pleasant experiences and sometimes they come and go, but you can have soulmates. Like I have a lot of soulmates, my sisters, my two sisters and my brother and my sons, I consider them to be my soulmates. However, there are also twin flame relationships and there's also karmic relationships. And I've talked a little bit about them in my past podcast episodes, but to summarize, you know, twin flame relationships are your rom- is a romantic relationship. Typically, I would say about 99% of the time. Very rarely is it your mother or your father or somebody else. But twin flame relationships literally is a soul that has split into two. And the soul has split into two and the purpose of incarnation is to find each other again. Find each other again in this lifetime, and the thing with the twin flame relationships that people don't realize is that they're incredibly tumultuous. They are they are very much filled with a lot of chaos. They're filled with a lot of turbulence. There's a, uh, actually phases of the relationship where there's the meeting, the union, but then there's this period of separation, and then there's a period of reunion. And then there's a quarantine phase that you must go through and then to ultimately come into union, which would serve the purpose of the relationship, because ultimately, the purpose of a twin flame relationship is spiritual awakening, it's spiritual evolution, because what you're realizing is that the other human being is actually you. But that doesn't mean that the really, even though the relationship is passionate and it's one of a kind, it, you, you literally can tell you you can, you know what the other person is thinking and feeling. You're not exactly the same, actually. Twin flame relationships many times are opposites. You know, they might be from different countries, uh, different cultures, but within the soul, they're direct mirrors of each other. And so they serve as a spiritual awakening for us because they're a mirror of what's going on within. And if you yourself have not done the inner work to heal your emotions, to hear your inner child programs, then you're constantly playing out these inner child dynamics with the relationship, which causes them to be very turbulent. Ultimately, the purpose of the twin flame relationship is for spiritual awakening and for union and realizing that you are one. Now, the karmic relationships, ladies, now those are really, really chaotic, and I'm actually creating a master class for you all that you'll be able to watch later this week that kind of gives you an overview of all of this and also gives you my three-step framework on how to uh, overcome and heal through those types of relationships. But the karmic relationships also serve a purpose of awakening. However, you're not supposed to stay in these relationships. You know, the karmic relationship is about learning how to have self-worth and learning how to break these patterns that perhaps have been passed down to you from your lineage you know it could be i know for many many years announced in our lineage you know women in our lineage not necessarily have been respected right or have been treated as the queens that we should be treated and it goes both ways as well like i said and this is not a, a podcast or a movement on hating on men both women women and men betray each other and both of us and both women and men need healing period and so the karmic relationship is about awakening to the turbulence that is happening so that you're able to set the boundaries and end it. And they serve a huge purpose also for spiritual awakening so that you realize how to uh, love yourself enough to not recreate these relationship patterns that are passed down ancestrally. So because there are three different types of relationships, there are different experiences that we Door. some are beautiful some are very chaotic some are very turbulent especially if you're going through a twin flame relationship and you're back into union and in any case you know betrayal may have been part of it and because betrayal may have been part of it it's important that you focus on your healing and not the relationship because we need to release the memories of the betrayal from the body that's keeping score because we need to actually heal the brain We need to actually allow this almond-shaped gland that assesses our environment to produce the chemicals that it needs so that we can trust again. So the reason why we don't trust or the reason why we are triggered post-betrayal is because your brain is not functioning because of the trauma. And so there's no magic pill out there. There's no pharmaceutical. I know there's so many people that go... Through uh, the pharmaceuticals to deal with their anxiety, to deal with the depression that comes with the betrayal, to deal with the feelings of lack of uh, self worth. Yes, I get it. However, you're not treating the root cause, you're treating a symptom, which is only going to create more illnesses. What we have to do is get to the root cause, and there's no magic pill to heal this part of the brain. There's no magic pill to erase the memories from the body that's remembering the trauma. So what we have to do is work with holistic alternative natural medicine to rewire the subconscious mind from the program of your inner child relationship programming, as well as to allow the brain to start secreting the chemicals in a way where it feels safe again, and to release the stored memories from the body. Because again, the body's keeping score. And so that's exactly what I teach inside of the Sovereign Women Academy. That's, that's the foundation of getting to the root cause and how we rebuild our self-worth. Rebuilding our self-worth, you spiritually, that means that you get to the point where you're creating miracles in your life. What is that? A shift in perception. This is why my approach of spiritual psychotherapy allows you to create miracles, which in fact allows you to forgive, forgive yourself, forgive others as well as accept, which 90% of the healing journey is acceptance, ladies. And also to really become aware of the stories you're identifying with, because it's not what happens to you. It's how you identify with those stories, right? And the second aspect of that, through Kundalini Yoga therapy, it's learning to release the uh, memories from the body. And a lot of people think, well, Kundalini Yoga, that sounds like an exercise. and It's quite Far, that's like the farthest thing that it could be. Yes, it helps your body. Yes, you keep it in incredible shape because of the meditation. It's not because you're moving. If you meditate and you practice this specific energy work, you make better decisions. Your brain starts to work better. The chemicals start to secrete the way they need to secrete. You're not eating the foods you're not supposed to. You're not doing or drinking the things you're not supposed to and it's not because you're exercising it's because you're changing the pattern you're changing the subconscious mind right and as it relates to the meditations as well you're changing the subconscious mind you're also releasing the stored uh traumas because trauma typically lives in the root chakra which is why many of us after betrayal don't feel grounded We don't feel at home. We don't feel at peace. This is why we numb ourselves. This is why we drink alcohol. This is why we watch Netflix. This is why we, you know, eat all those foods. The reason is, is because we want to run away from the body because the body constantly remembers that trauma and you can't run away without creating more problems. And so through Kundalini yoga therapy, what happens is that you're actually rewiring the system. You're changing your destiny by changing your thoughts, your feelings, and emotions so that those triggers are completely gone. We're not like, oh, maybe one day you won't have them. No, they'll never come back. You will be able to forgive. You will be able to accept. And you will be able to create miracles by shifting your perception. But you got to get to the root cause. You've got to stop running away from yourself. And you have to really learn to honor the temple that's simply giving you the messages of, hey, I need help. Help me, help me, right? And through all of that, you're rebuilding your self-worth and you're realizing that all has been happening for you. And when you get to this level of consciousness, you're better able to make decisions. Am I in a karmic relationship where I need to end it? Or am I in a twin flame relationship where this individual has really shown me myself and I not only can forgive, but I can accept. And together, we can move forward with the healing journey. And you'll know very quickly if it's a twin flame or a karmic relationship because a karmic relationship will not want to do the inner work with you. Versus a twin flame relationship, they won't maybe they won't jump on the bandwagon immediately, but at least they won't judge you for you doing your inner work. And that's why I say don't worry about the other person, don't worry about the relationship. Focus on you, focus on healing yourself. We as women are so powerful. We're 16 times more emotional than men. That does that's not a bad thing if you know how to control your and process your emotions. Emotions are energy and motion. We have a womb we can create through the womb. That's how powerful we are. We carry our relationships in our aura. And when you have a weak aura because of the foods you're eating, because you're constantly remembering your past, because you're triggered by everything, then you're going to not only get sick a lot quicker, but people are not going to want to hang around you. They're going to come near your aura, your essence, and they're going to be like... (laughs) Even if you're the most beautiful person on the outside, and there's so many people like that right now that are so beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, they're ugly. Like you don't want to hang out with them ever. And so you don't want to do that to yourself. You want to take care of you. You want to focus on your healing. You want to raise your vibration through gratitude, through doing the inner work and changing the patterns so that inevitably the relationships that are not meant for you will fall off and that those that are will only come become stronger. Because I truly do believe that it doesn't matter how severe the betrayal was, that if it is your twin flame or if it is something that you're wanting to salvage and heal, you can heal. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what has happened in the relationship. You can heal it if you decide you want it to. But most of the time, we women are so caught up in our own traumas that we don't even know what we want. We go back and forth with the triggers and then we don't do the inner work to take care of ourselves, which then what happens? We keep attracting the same relationship status all the time. You know, you go and you get a divorce or you leave that person and then you get the same human being just or the same uh, person just in a different meat suit. But it's the same dynamics because you didn't change your program. You didn't change the, the stored memories in the body. You didn't change the subconscious mind. So even though you're saying, I want a conscious relationship, the universe is only giving you what you're vibrating. So there's so many reasons why we have to deal with the issues at hand, ladies, which is we've got to release the trauma from the body. And we've got to help the brain secrete the chemicals that it needs to secrete so we can feel safe again. So we are not triggered by everything. You know, for myself, you know, I work with women that work with or are dealing and processing through so many different issues, relationships, health. And if you're someone that's in my type of work or line of work, if you're in uh, helping women or helping anyone who is going through physical, emotional, or spiritual uh, challenges, you have to be really, really strong in your satnam. You have to be in high frequency because you don't wanna be taking in all these stories, right? You don't wanna be then applying whatever what's happening to everyone to you, right? So it's so important ladies that we address the root cause, that we actually deal with the relationship from within, right? Heal the relationship with yourself Understand what's happening scientifically and energetically in your body and your brain and get to the root cause. Get to the root cause so you don't repeat the patterns, so you can release the triggers and so you can start feeling safe in your body again. And that's how you overcome depression, anxiety. That's how you overcome overeating. That's how you overcome all those other problems that come with the aftermath of what happens during any type of relationship betrayal says kundalini living yeah right that's what i call it it's my i say my do or die practice my, my son actually coined it that but i totally uh, agree with it do or die meaning hey i do it or i'm gonna probably kill someone that day i'm just kidding <laughs> i do it or i die in either case you don't want to do that either so absolutely ladies it's very very important that we take care of ourselves and then we get to the root cause so if you're interested in learning more about the sovereign Woman academy you can actually apply the Sovereign Women Academy, there's an application process that you go through, and we set up a call to make sure it's a good fit for you. It's not for everyone, I would definitely say, uh, but we will be able to assess and find out immediately, almost within the first 15 minutes, if the Academy is a good fit for you. And one of the things that's really beautiful about the Academy is definitely the community. Aspect, you know, you have eight modules that you work through, through specifically the psychotherapy that I created, as well as that I that I used to myself, as well as the uh, specific kundalini work combined together to help you rebuild your self-worth and help you decide because healing doesn't mean you're going to stay in the relationship. Many of the women that have gone through my program, they've rebuilt their self-worth to the point where they've ended really toxic karmic relationships. And that to me is healing. So you may find that at the end of the program, at the end of the eight modules, that you actually are not going to stay in the relationship and you're ready to move forward, which is actually really positive. So not only do you get the eight modules, but you're also um, receiving coaching from me every single Monday so that you're able to really ask questions and understand what's going on physically, spiritually, and mentally. And so you're part of a really beautiful community and community is very important as it relates to healing because not only do we not get sick alone we cannot heal alone ladies and when you're part of a community especially as it relates to women that are conscious that are there to grow to heal uh, you're basically not around low frequencies of gossip or competition that in itself is enough for your self-worth to really strengthen for you to not feel alone for you to feel you to know that other women go through this that many other women go through this and that it's nothing to be ashamed about that it's nothing for you to feel that you have to keep in your heart or that you have to do alone and so if you're interested in learning more about the academy you can click on the link in my bio Uh, there's an application process like I said several questions that I ask you and then we can set up a 15-minute call so we can look at your specific situation and see if the academy is a good fit for you so click on the link on my bio if you on Instagram. For my friends over here on Facebook, you can go to veronicalarragan.com forward slash S-W-A. And like I said, uh, look out also for this week, I'll be sharing with you all a uh, po- uh, actual webinar. I'm creating a webinar masterclass. I'm considering doing it live as well, but I'll keep you posted on that a little bit later. But there's a masterclass that I'm creating to help you understand uh, the three-step framework on how to overcome Betrayal or how to rebuild your self worth through after betrayal and understanding the three step framework to actually do that. So I'll keep you posted on that as well. And Diane's laughing because she knows exactly what I'm talking about, right? Do or die is either you don't kill someone or you don't die yourself. That's what happens with our practice and it's the truth. (laughs) Thank you, ladies, so much for being here. Thank you for the hearts. Thank you for yourselves. I know we're going through some pretty revolutionary, life changing times, but. You signed up for this incarnation and everything that is happening right now. We've been preparing for this, for this beautiful moment in time and space. And there's so much beauty that's actually happening around us. It's so important to stay sovereign and to remember who you are. I look forward to seeing you all again on Wednesday. Have a blessed rest of your week. And I love you all.